Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash fine. Visit IXL.com slash fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com slash fine. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. It's happened to all of us. Right before an important presentation, the printer runs out of ink. With your choice of up to one or two years of ink included in box, Ink Vestment Tank helps eliminate the expense and hassle of frequently buying and replacing ink cartridges. And is it just me or is that like the best name ever for a company, Ink Vestment? Learn more at changethewayyouink.com. Hey guys, in order to support our show, we need the help of great advertisers. And in order to find great advertisers, we need to learn a little bit more about you. So please go to podsurvey.com slash BTB and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you a little better. Plus, once you've completed the survey, you can choose to enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. Again, that's P-O-D-S-U-R-B-E-Y dot com slash B-T-B. You can find that link in our episode description. Thanks for your help. The following podcast contains barnyard language and some adult content, so maybe use headphones if you're listening at work or around small children. Now here's the show. Hey, Jalenta. Hey, Kristen. It has been one week since we lived by Astrology for Happiness and Success. And do you know what that means according to the stars? Well, the stars definitely say it is time for the next Buy the Book mini episode, Kristen. That 
That's right. It's time for another By the Book epilogue. This week, we're looking at the aftermath of living by astrology for happiness and success. From Aries to Pisces, create the life you want based on your astrological sign by Mecca Woods. You guys, we had so many people writing in about this episode. Apparently, astrology gets gets y'all talking. Uh, let's start with the discussion about Kristen's astrological sign, shall <laughs> we? Got we got so many letters about this. We got so many letters, tweets. Like, it's my favorite. Uh, Jonathan tweeted at us from his handle, which is Saint Dynamite, which we think is a very good handle. So cute. Love that handle. So Jonathan wrote, listening to the latest by the book pod, and it's a book about astrology, which I think is a bunch of hoo-ha. But then I said to myself, I bet Kristen Meinzer is a Capricorn like me, and then, dun-dun-dun, she was. The realization that my pragmatic mind and cynicism of all things mystical may in fact be the result of something mystical was such a strange existential crisis for a Thursday morning. Also, the affirmation of, my partner fills up my heart as well as my bank account, may make me sound like a monster. But yes, it's something I totally say. Yes, Jonathan. <laughs> oh, you and Kristen are such Capricorns. <laughs> I love it. But can I just say something about Capricorns here? Mm-hmm. Something that you pointed out to me, Jolenta. Some of the greatest people in the world are Capricorns, so no need Real for guilt leaders. about being one. Yeah. No, really We're good people. We're talking Dolly Parton. Oh, so jealous. We're talking Michelle Obama. Hello. We're talking Queen Betty White. You know who's a Taurus, though. Who? The one and only Cher. Of course she is. That she's real stubborn. She's on the just cusp, like you. but she is a Taurus. Just like you. Just like you. But we'll get to that in a little sorry, bit later sorry. on I because just, we're going to talk digress. about your birthday. Yeah. Uh, I want to read this letter we got from Amanda who says, Kristen, while listening to you try to figure out your sign, I thought to myself, she is definitely a Virgo or a Capricorn. I laughed out loud when your friend said you were a Capricorn, not a Virgo, because you are not anxious. My sister-in-law, also a Capricorn, and I recently went to see an astrologist. The astrologist told her that she was very surprised in her open-mindedness to come in for a reading. Apparently, Capricorns are very suspicious of most things metaphysical and homeopathic. Our astrologist told my sister that a psychic she knows will not even meet with Capricorns because they do not believe or take the reading seriously, and it is harder for her to tap into the Capricorns. I thought Jolenta would get a kick out of this story since Kristen tends to be against most things woo-woo like crystals and tarot. I do get a kick out of this, Amanda. I knew you would get a kick out of Although that. Although I do not like Capricorn discrimination. Oh, thank you. That's rough. Thank you so much. See, all Capricorns can be in all sorts of ways. Your sister-in-law was very open-minded to all mm-hmm. this stuff. Mm-hmm. So there you go. And so is Kristen when I force her to be. I have no choice. I have zero choice <laughs> It's in our matter. job. All right. Should we talk a little bit about me not knowing my birthday? Yes, I would love to talk about that. Amy wrote us this great letter. I've worked with foster kids and kids who were adopted, and there were a few that didn't know their exact birth date and were assigned one that made sense. But when I heard they couldn't help Kristen without an accurate birth date and how important the actual date is, I thought, wow, yet another way to make those who don't know their birth date feel less than. There are so many subtle ways that some people make others feel out of step with the world. Mm, yeah. Thank you so much for that letter, Amy. And Amy wasn't the only one who wrote in mm-hmm. with this point. We heard from people who come from cultures that don't keep track of birth dates. Mm-hmm. There are so many people around the world where their cultures just, they either don't keep track of the exact date on our calendar or not the exact time. time yeah. yeah. In Afghanistan, all through the 80s and 90s with the wars there, almost everybody, because things were up just in the air. Records are hard to keep when yes. shit's in turmoil. So there were one or two decades of people just 
everyone's birthday was January 1st. So, I mean, every culture is different. And for those people who really, really love astrology, we know it's important to know your birth date. But for a lot of us in the world, we just don't. Yeah. And I think it's something we just sort of take for granted. Yeah. Like, I never think about my birthday, but I do know the exact time I was born in the exact hospital. Wow. Wow. We got another letter for you, Kristen, from Lindsay, who says, Your honesty, especially in this episode and in past lives, future healing, have helped me better support my friend who is dealing with tough and complex feelings about his own conception, birth, adoption, and family relationships right now. Thank you. I appreciate that there was always something good to take away from episodes about books that may be silly. Okay, two things. Mm -hmm. First, she acknowledged that this may have seemed silly. Second, Mm -hmm. she acknowledged something came out of it. And the reason I'm saying that is because several listeners have written in, like when we did the tarot episode Mm -hmm. or the past lives, future healing episode or this one, and they're like, I usually like it when you cover good books, not silly ones. Mm -hmm. But even in our silly episodes, there's usually something worth taking. There totally is. It's all the same. Yes. We always learn a lesson (laughs) about ourselves. And Lindsay, I'm glad you're a good understanding friend. Your Mm -hmm. friend is lucky to have you in their lives. And I think it's important for us to hear all kinds of stories and be open-minded to different experiences and to realize different experiences are out there. Our experience is Mm -hmm. not universal. And different things affect people in radically different ways. Like a book about astrology like does not at all make me think about like my conception or where I come from. It just makes me think about myself and my traits. But for you, it's very much wrapped up in that. Uh, Your whole conception, your whole background story. And it's like, oh, right. Everyone approaches things with their own stuff behind it. Absolutely. Can I just say how much I love this tweet that came in from Selena? This week's episode of By the Book Pod was amazing as always, but I'm with Kristen Meinzer that astrology is super fake. I bet if any of those astrologers who chose not to talk with Kristen guessed Kristen's sign, they all would have been different. LOL. Oh, I wish. That would have been fascinating. I would have loved that. Then you could have lived by two different chapters and been like, which one affects me more? Yeah. Which one do I feel like I need more? Yeah. yeah. And if the whole idea of astrology is people do have certain traits if they have certain signs, why can't I just tell you what, like, a top 20 list of my traits? Here are my top 20 things that are most important to me or that stand out most about my personality. And now you can choose because... You would think it would work reverse, too, then, right? Totally. I, you'd think if A plus B equals C, then, then you know. Yeah, you can do it in C reverse C minus order. B would equal A. Yes. Oh, that was good. Oh, Algebra. I can do math. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Enough math. Let's talk about your judginess, Kristen. Yes, let's hear from somebody who thinks I have some judgy qualities. This letter came in from Kate, who says, Kristen, I am so glad you got that feedback about judging as a strength, because the whole time you and Dean were talking about whether or not you were cynical and judgmental, I was saying in my head, yes, but that's exactly why you're perfect for this show. If you weren't cynical, you would love horoscope books, too. And then the whole show premise of assessing self-help books wouldn't work. (laughs) It's definitely a strength of your personality, and it adds a lot of value to buy the book. Thank you, Kate. I appreciate it. And one conversation that popped up on the Facebook community that I thought was interesting was if the word was discerning or opinionated with great taste, we'd use it for men. But we use words like judgy and bossy for women a lot. Yup. Yeah. So, you know, that's maybe part of the problem that I had with the word judgy was like, oh, that's a way to put down women sometimes. Yeah. You just think really hard about things and make your own decisions. Yeah. 
All right. Should we talk about Dean's bad day? Yes. So you might recall in the episode he had a very, very, very bad day at work, a day almost as bad as the one where I lost my job. He went out and he drank too much and then— Oh, right. He was up to like four came home in the morning. And, talked to your ear off. and he was talking, talking, talking. And maybe I was trying to get him to be quiet. Maybe I was administering too much advice. Maybe I wasn't fully just supportive. Anywho, here is a letter we got that is referring to Dean's bad day and how that touched her. This is Liv. Liv says, I'm going to my boss later today to tell him I've made a mistake that could get me fired. And Kristen, you talking to Dean about his awful day at work about made me burst into tears in a comforting way. And most of the episode just had me laughing, even though I'm not into astrology. So thank you, Kristen and Jolenta, for making me laugh and feel better about things on a really, really crappy day. And then she sent us an update. Yay! She says, I just found out that the mistake I made wasn't actually a mistake, so I'm not going to get fired. Oh, Liv. That's so wonderful. We're glad we could comfort you slash make you laugh. And we're super glad you are not fired. Yes. Hold on to that job. Enjoy that job. But enough about me and Dean and my sign and my birth date. Jolenta, can we talk about you a little bit? Uh, Yes, please. Yes. All right. So you already mentioned that you are a Taurus. Yeah. And a lot of listeners were excited who also happen to be Tauruses or Tauri Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. Tauri. I think Tauri. Okay, okay. Torians? Well, here's one of them. Amanda says, Jolenta Greenberg, I am so excited that you are a Taurus like me. After hearing about the description, I find that I am nothing like my sign, so I want to do more research to live up to my potential. I'm thinking astrology would be a good hobby for me. So I've already checked the ebook out through the library, but do you have any other suggestions for books to read or online studies where to get the best, most accurate horoscopes? Oh, Amanda, I have so many thoughts. I highly recommend you look into Moon Missives. It's sold at Otherwild. It's a quarterly magazine that has really cool astrological analysis. Also, if you want to get a free chart done, you can go to cafeastrology.com, look into everything. And I highly recommend, Amanda, you look into your rising sign because often sort of the personality we display. What is a rising sign? It's just another aspect about your personality and where the planets are located when you're born. And the rising has a lot to do with, I think, how people perceive you and sort of like what you're looking for in life. And a lot of people's personalities resemble their rising a lot more from what I understand. And in fact, I'm also a Taurus rising. So I am a double Taurus. You're a Taurus all the way. I'm like, I have very hardcore Taurus. So that's why I identify like so hard. Got it. Got it. All right. Here's another letter for you, Jolenta. I Mm -hmm. love this one. Gloria says, Jolenta and I are birthday buddies. May the fourth be with us. Yes, Gloria, may the fourth be with us. And Cinco de Mayo, I don't care about you. Also, can I just point Stop out trying something? to steal my thunder. I'm sorry. What What do you want to point out? I've been in a lifelong battle with Cinco de Mayo, and my best lifelong friend was also born on Cinco de Mayo. Oh. So it's just I have a lot of feelings wrapped up. I would think you'd have feelings wrapped up because I think of you as more of a trekker than a Star Wars person. Oh, also, yeah. Like, Star Wars, you guys, not as good storytelling 
as Star Trek. Yeah, you're like totally next gen. You're I'm totally all, all next that stuff. gen. Give yeah. me some Deep Space Nine. Give me some Voyager, my all time favorite series. Yeah. So maybe May the 4th is a nice thing to say to you, but there'd be even something better to say if it related to Star Trek. I just Trek. wish it was like, engage May 4th. Or like, <laughs> make it so May 4th. May 4th, make it so. I'll, I'll come up with something. Come up with something. Oh, I will. Come up with something. All right. We also have to talk a little bit about you and your coral bathroom. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Ashley says, well, Kristen has the bathtub scene. And now Jolenta has the bathrobe scene. Hey, I love you both, all four of you, for putting your real lives out there. Oh, my God. Okay, so we got a lot of feedback. This is, like, the most polite thing anyone's Oh, right. totally. Everyone's like, were just like, Or like, oh, robo sexy, ha, ha, ha. And Elizabeth, just to give you an idea of how you know, some of the hullabaloo around your bathroom mm-hmm, was. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth says, OMG, I will take foot scraping over coral boning talk any day. I disagree, Elizabeth. <laughs> the sound of the scraping feet will never leave me. My feet are so soft and delicious, though. Yeah, because you, like, have Dean putting in manual labor. Yes. And, you know, I'm glad you and your bathrobe mm-hmm. got to have a moment there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm sure the listeners don't want any more of your bathrobe or my feet, actually. It's true. It's true. Yeah, I think it things. makes everyone uncomfortable. All right. This whole thing's making me uncomfortable. Maybe we should take a break. Yes. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we will hear from listeners who believe in astrology, those who don't, and some who went from one position to another. Kristen. Yes, Jolenta. The sun is a star, as you know, but it is a star we see in the daytime, and that star is real, real bright and hard on your eyes sometimes. And that's why I love key sunglasses. I have got to say, Jolenta, I have been loving lately your key sunglasses, those beautiful ones that have almost a cat eye look. Oh, yeah, my cherry bombs? Yeah, those cherry bombs are so smoking hot. They're the bomb. They're a little bit reflective, and they look a little bit like you're in charge when you're wearing them. Yeah, they're like half cat eye, half aviator, all rose gold, very reflective. They look like I'm a boss. Enjoy 20% off your order on keyaustralia.com with promo code BTB. That's promo code BTB for 20% off your order on key, spelled Q-U-A-Y, Australia.com. Restrictions apply. Free shipping for U.S. orders over $75. Kristen, when I worked a ton of random jobs at once, it was so hard for me to keep all of my business information together, you know, to track my earnings, remember who to invoice. My life was a mess. Yeah. And on top of that, just finding the work is so time-consuming for freelancers. But Steady makes it easy for you to find supplemental work and track your earnings all in one place so you can create a more solid financial future. The Steady app adds thousands of flexible part-time and hourly jobs every day so you can spend less time searching and more time actually earning. Best of all, Steady is easy and completely free to use. Both of those things are very important to me because I don't do so well when it's not easy to figure out, and I love free. Download the Steady app on your iPhone or Android, or use Steady on your computer at steadyapp.com and start earning today. That's S-T-E-A-D-Y-A-P-P dot com, or download the Steady app to get started.
We are back with our Astrology for Happiness and Success epilogue. And Jolenta, let's hear from some listeners who have strong feelings about astrology. Some of them believe yes. strongly in it. Some of them don't believe in it. And they have some interesting reasons why. Linda wrote in to say, I'm firmly in the astrology is based on generalities camp. I, too, love categories, though, and I think most people do. There's a reason for all of those which character from Frozen are you quizzes. I know you have done them. I have. Olaf all the way. <laughs> Back to Linda's letter. One of the shining moments from my teacher career was when I pulled off a modified version of the Forer experiment on a class of 10th graders. Love this experiment. They all got a detailed description of their character according to their signs, were told not to show it to anyone, and rate out of 10 how well it described them. Most rated it a 7 or an 8 or even higher. I'll never forget their faces when they realized I had trolled them, their words, and all the descriptions were the same laughing face. Even some of them wanted to keep the descriptions because they spoke to them in some way, showing that there might be real truth to find even in fake personality tests. <laughs> Linda, that's so cute. I love so that. I love that. I remember in college, a professor in my college did that too, and most people rated it like 9 out of 10 accurate for oh, them. Oh, I would have been like, 10 out of 10. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if 200 other people in this lecture room also have exactly the same piece of paper in front of them with this the same This is meaningful words. to me. <laughs> well, if it's meaningful to you, yeah. I I'm, love that some of the kids want to keep it. That's sweet. I imagine for myself, you know I would do this. I'd be like, this is all bullshit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you would rate it as zero without even reading it just because of, like, you don't believe. All right. Can we talk about astrology in a good way? Yes, yes. No. Mallory says... I totally understand Kristen's perspective. Astrology does not hold up to the logical ideals that help us determine objective truths, which are important. On the other hand, I hate that a lot of spiritual practices that are more often associated with women, like tarot, herbalism, and astrology, are more freely called illogical than, let's say, Christianity, which has a more patriarchal structure and is often considered an intellectual and philosophical practice. Same goes for meditation, which has been given the benefit of a lot of scientific study. I guess what I like about astrology is that you can blatantly pick and choose what you want to hear. One time, a horoscope told me it was a good time to explore my ancestral karma. Is there a bad time for that? I don't know, but I never would have thought about it but for that horoscope. Who doesn't love blaming a bad day on Mercury and retrograde? Also, getting a little woo-woo here, but I just like the idea that the universe is alive and wants to tell me something about myself. It makes me feel a little less small. Yes, I fully agree with all of this, 100%. It's why I love astrology, but I'm also like, I don't fully believe it, but it helps me explore myself and my background. And why is picking and choosing bad? <laughs> Sometimes it's just fun when no one else is involved and it's not hurting anyone. <laughs> but I also love all these letters we got from people who grew up with astrology. They have a very unique perspective That's because, true. you know, they, they were born into it, into a culture with it, into a household with it. We got this letter from Roki, and I apologize if I mispronounce that. I am not familiar with how to pronounce it. Roki says, Coming from a culture which uses astrology to explain many things, I think there is something faulty about the saying, for example, I'm a Scorpio, so I can be an ass. It can't be helped, etc. And indeed, Having all the signs and time of birth, place, etc. gives more, but I always have some prejudice, as in, it is fun to know, but it is not the most important thing and it is not 100% correct. 
so I would not use it as a guidance mechanism. Instead, I rely on my inner feeling much more than my horoscope. Mm, Here's another take from somebody who grew up with astrology. This is Tracy. Tracy says, I was raised with astrology as a core belief system. Honestly, it took me years to shake the mindset. My mom is a true believer, and at a young age, I began to notice, track, and categorize people by their signs. I'm a skeptic now and wonder if my astrology cognitive biases affected my life. Was I warmer to every Pisces I met because of past friendships? Would I think of myself differently if I hadn't pigeonholed the quality I was supposed to have early on. And yet, personality categorization is so seductive to me. By the way, I'm a Virgo, Ravenclaw, questioner, ENFP. Nice. Oh, by the way, I found out from Dean, Ravenclaw means something from... It's Harry Potter. Yes, yes. Oh, what would you be? You're like full Gryffindor. I don't even know what you're talking you're about. Full, you're just like, I do good. I'm going to save the world. Can like, I be in the same one that Hermione is in? Yeah, Gryffindor. Oh, yay. She's the best. To me, she's the star of I'm those probably books. probably in Slytherin considering how bitter I am. All <laughs> oh, right. That's where all the bad people are. Um, <laughs> thank you to everyone who wrote in who was raised in astrology. It's a very interesting take. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. And now, can we talk a little bit about how astrology got the way it is? Oh, yes. Yes. I absolutely love this. This is some history from a listener named Karen. Karen says, I just finished the episode on astrology, and since I recently spent an hour or so researching astrology on a whim, I thought I'd share some info. Caveat, I am not an astrology expert in any way, and I do not believe in it. Newspaper horoscopes became popular in the 1930s after an astrologer published a horoscope at the birth of Princess Margaret. (gasps) Yay, Princess Margaret! Yes, Hold on, Karen is trying to get on my good side by writing this. (laughs) It's true. Karen says, it said her life would be eventful, very enlightening. (laughs) The 12 sun signs became a popular, simplified version of astrology precisely because it let newspapers use a small amount of space to make general statements that lots of people could identify with. Real astrology is a lot more complicated than just sun signs. Kristen noted that astrology reduces people to 12 personality types, but if you account for moon and rising signs too, you get 1,728 types. That's not even accounting for the more complicated aspects of astrology that are beyond the reach of my research whim. Okay, first of all, I love that history. I love the math. Love the Princess Margaret. And I also just think it's funny that there are that many types because at that point it's like, are there really just types then or are there people? It's combinations. That's what (laughs) all people are. We're combinations of our upbringing and our environment and blah, blah, blah. Same with astrology. You're a combination Mm. of your signs and your houses Mm. and your retrogrades. Mm. Okay, we're going to take another quick break because I really need one now. But when we're back, we'll talk about the signs that most of you, our listeners, are. And, of course, we will announce next week's book. Jolenta, you and I are different in so many ways, but one way we're the same is that we both love Wander Beauty. Wander Beauty is a new line of easy-to-use, multitasking beauty products that help us make the most of our beauty routine, no matter how little time we have. I love Wander Beauty because not only are their products clean, cruelty-free, and made with ingredients that are actually good for your skin— But Wander was founded by a working mom of two and a supermodel, two women who are always on the move and know how to make the most out of their time, even when that time is spent putting on makeup. 
Yes. And you don't just want an item that does one thing. You want something that takes care of multiple issues all at once. Like the Duelist Matte and Illuminating Concealer. Yeah, what I'm putting on right now, right mm-hmm. here in front of you. Yeah, putting it's it on. It's got a wand with some illuminating liquid concealer, and it's got a stick of some nice matte concealer so you can shine and not shine in all the right areas on your face. Wander Beauty is foolproof beauty whenever, wherever. It's time to make over your morning with Wander Beauty. Get 20% off your purchase at wanderbeauty.com slash buy the book. That's wanderbeauty.com slash buy the book for 20% off. Wanderbeauty.com slash buy the book. All right, we are back with our astrology mini-sode and we are going to end on some very interesting information. Some very scientific data was collected on our Facebook group. Our listener, Eliza, posted a survey on the Facebook community page to find out what signs our listeners are. Reminder, you can always become a member of the Facebook community by looking at any of the episode descriptions of our show notes in your podcast app and clicking on the link. Yeah, it's right there. Just click on that link. It's right there in your hands. Easy peasy. All right, so here is the grand reveal The sign that came in with the highest self-reported numbers was Virgo. Now, that is the earth sign that my friend Eric Sasson said is the anxious sign. Now, is this high number of Virgos listening to our show because anxious people are more likely to be drawn to self-help book content or self-help podcasts, maybe? Or is it because the month with the highest birth rate in the U.S.? is September, with September 6th and September 9th winning by a landslide. Is that possible? Is it possible? Stop trying to logic me out of this. (laughs) All right, let's hear where we have the least number of listeners. Which sign? That was Capricorn. (laughs) That skeptical Kristen sign. (laughs) And also, notably, December is also the month with the lowest birth rate. Well, my husband was born in December. Mm-hmm. You love people born and in December. you might have been, too. Maybe. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. All huge, right. <laughs> huge thank you to everyone who wrote in this week. You had a lot to say about the stars. So many things to say. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And now it's that time. It's time to introduce next week's book. Our next book is... The Four Agreements, A Practical Guide to Personal Freedom by Don Miguel Ruiz. Will we be in agreement about the Four Agreements? What if we are in disagreement about it? Can it become the Four Disagreements? Ooh, listen next week to find out. Huge thanks, as always, to our amazing, sparkly, star-dusty production team at Stitcher. That would be Nora Ritchie and Casey Holford. Thanks also to Nate Wida. It was in the stars when you composed our theme song. And of course, thank you to the Rizzos who perform our theme song. They are the rising sun in my eyes. Reminder, you can always reach us at KristenAndJolenta at gmail.com or you can tweet us at JolentaG, at KristenMinzer, and at ByTheBookPod to tell us about your experiences with the books we've lived by, to tell us about what books you think we should live by. Just tell us about what's in your heart and what's in the stars. Do all those things. Until next time, I'm Jolenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.
Until next time, I'm Jolenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. Bye-bye. No, say thanks for listening. Look, thanks for listening. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Stitcher. Key is a sunglasses brand founded at Australian music festivals that has since expanded worldwide. They offer quality fashion sunglasses at an affordable price point starting at $50. And right now, use promo code BTB at keyaustralia.com for 20% off your order. That's promo code BTB at QUAYAustralia.com. Restrictions apply. Free shipping for U.S. orders over $75. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30.